You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. makes me wonder if these things are crawling out of these black holes or something. Yeah. So what's it called again? Coronavisor. Were they able to see Jesus up close, you think? We're trying to either time travel. We're trying to push matter of two, two Earths together. You know, very crazy science fictionist kind of vibes out. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining us again for another great episode of Supernatural Station. I'm your host, Roman Daniels, and joined with me is my twin brother, Jaron Daniels. Yo, I'm such a happy camper right now. I got my ale horn in hand, so some Carlsberg up in there. Man, I'm excited. Got some Pilsner. We're ready to go. Turned up on the weekend. Turned Turned up up on on the the weekend. weekend. No way. (laughs) So today we're going to dive into something that's pretty crazy. I don't know what to think of it, but it's pretty interesting. It's a device called the Chronovisor. Wait a second. This guy hasn't told me anything about what we're talking about today, so my reactions are purely 100 right now. I'm ready I'm ready here. Go again. Chronovirus. So the Chronovirus. <laughs> so, the- so the Chronovisor is said to be a device that gives the user the ability to see through time. Though the existence of the Chronovisor has never been proven, a 2000 book by Vatican priest Father Francois Brunet says otherwise. According to Brunet, the Chronovisor was developed by Father Pellegrino Ernetti, a Benedictine monk. Ernetti allegedly kept this device secret until the 1960s when he confided in Brunet and told him that 12 scientists, including famed physicist Enrico Fermi and former Nazi scientist Werner von Braun, helped him to build it. Wow. So what is it called again? Chronovisor. Chrono. Chronovisor. Okay. It's hard to say. Well, that's yeah. funny because that guy on uh, Professor Xavier on X Men, the I think it was first class. Remember, he talks to that girl about her. What is it called again? Uh, oh yeah, heterochromia. There you go. That's yeah. what I was thinking of when you said that. That's the one thing that just popped in my head. So that makes sense. Chromia, chronovirus, or oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> So basically, um, supposedly what this thing did is it allowed the team of scientists to document events from the past, including the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Wait a second. So. Okay, so. If that's true, it's, it's wild. 
Were they able to see Jesus up close, you think? Yeah, they. I guess they even have a photograph, which you can look up online. You can type in chronovisor Jesus Christ picture, and it should pull it right up. Dang, we're going to do that right after this because I want to see. I'll show it to you. When I was looking at it, to me, it doesn't. It looks forged, uh, the picture to me, but that's just my kind of opinion on it. Well, that's good. At least you know that we both, and I, and I feel like we both do this. We tend to look at it with a really good eye and not to believe everything that you hear. So um, believe it or not, we believe a lot of people's stories when they tell us cryptid stories and things like that because we are benefit of the doubt. But when you see something like that, you can usually tell, especially oh, yeah. nowadays. I mean, people are really good at hiding it, but I feel like our technology still isn't fully caught up to like real life. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, they still have like the they have the deep fake stuff that they can do now. And yeah, which crazy. does scare me, but I feel like you can still kind of see a little difference when they move around and stuff like that. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, you can still tell. But yeah, so this Enrico Fermi guy, he allegedly helped build the Coronavisor, won the Nobel Prize actually if, in physics in 1938. So this guy knows what he's doing as far as physics and stuff goes, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. According to Ernetti, the device had several antennae, three of which were made of mysterious metals that picked up sound and light waves across the entire respective spectrums. A direct finder on the device was allegedly tuned into the specific era one wanted to view, while a screen displayed it and the recording device captured the footage. You know what that makes me think about is in the old days when they took pictures, they used like real light from oh, yeah. the sun coming in or something like that. And then there was like a... The old camera. Yeah, the it old camera. a special type of paper and there was a little hole that create like a black box or something and they'd cut a little hole into it and the paper would be the receiving end of that little hole where the light would come through. And that's basically how photographs used to be produced. Maybe this is some play on that. And also, if you think about it, a friend of mine that's a musician, very into classical and stuff like that, he started talking about how probably in the early, it was a little bit after classical music, the wavelengths of sound changed. So they moved the pitch basically. So everything that's played after that is like a slightly different pitch than anything from before that right and i wonder if there's some kind of play on that too like there's so many weird things that are happening in this world and a lot of it it seems like it's those types of things we're trying to either time travel we're trying to push matter of two two earths together who knows like it's there's so many weird things going on like that you know yeah yeah exactly and the government's spending money on that stuff so they believe in it i sit and think about how many special programs the government is keeping from the public that are these like you know very crazy science fictionist kind of vibes you know yeah i'm sure there's a lot going on that we don't know and and there's probably way more to these these things than we think actually um a friend of mine too that i used to be a property manager and there was a resident that would come in and tell me stories about his past and things one of the things he said was when he was young and he's probably in his 50s now like mid 50s but when he was younger he's like you know my parents took us to hoover dam and we're going into nevada and it was just him and his brother and his parents and i guess they had to stop because they had a, a bad tire or something like that so his dad was changing the tire out and so the kids were just playing around and stuff and they're right by the hoover dam and there was this little shed that was right by it and they could hear noises like kind of unearthly type noises over there this is what ralph said a friend of mine they go over there just the two kids the parents didn't know and they just sort of looked at the shed saw if they could get into it they popped open the door and it was actually unlocked and inside the shed they said you won't believe what we saw and his brother would would back him up he said but basically they looked into this room and it was just a big government-based room that went like down 100 feet like sub levels sub levels different things like that and they were they looked at him one of the guys and tried to usher him out but what they could see really quick was a lot of basically scientific science fiction looking stuff the guy was talking to his dad after and told him to forget what he saw things like that and the dad was pissed that the kids were over in that area anyway because it's the old school days like you don't go where you're not supposed to go but he started asking questions to the guy and my friend ralph when he was a kid he was like wow 
he could actually hear what they were talking about. And a lot of it was something to do with, you didn't see that program we were working on. You didn't see what you heard. You didn't, you know, all these different things. Right. A lot of it had to do with like, they were trying to create a black hole oh, is my. what he thought of based on what he saw in that place. Try to split atoms like CERN, just kind like of like, CERN, yeah. yeah. Just like all the those particle smashers. And that was way back in like the probably 50s or 60s. I really, I really think that if we're in the, me and me and my brother here have this kind of idea that we are somehow in a different universe, like an alternate universe than what we used to be in. Like there's a lot of people have written books about this kind of thing where ever since like 2012, we switched into a different universe. And that's, you know, they used to say that the world would end in 2012 and it didn't, but maybe that's what it meant is that, you know, we're going to switch into this new multiverse that we're in now because things are so crazy and chaotic and people are seeing creatures like weird creatures like the rake and which we're going to do a whole show on the rake and other random almost like abomination level creatures that are out there walking around the woods and stuff and it just makes me wonder if these things are crawling out of these black holes or something yeah from i just feel like a lot of things changed in 2012 and it's like almost unexplainable things you know contention between people that's sort of when it really started happening again you know just world war question mark you know that kind of stuff and then of course these cryptids and things that people are seeing things that aren't even the bigfoot or the rake but other things too dogman all that type of stuff i mean i even saw we'll get into my story but i saw some stuff too at some point so we'll talk about that in a different podcast i'm sure yeah it's super wild and real quick just on the last part of this so the, the guy that wrote the book that talks about the chronos chronovisor his name's ernetti and he's the one i guess uh, he maintained until his death in 1994 that the machine had been that it's real and that it had been hidden away by the vatican in order to you know safeguard it from falling into the wrong hands the Vatican actually did a decree in 1988 that they said basically anyone using an instrument of such characteristics would be excommunicated. That's pretty interesting that that response from them, you know. Wow, that sounds like a surprise that the Vatican's going to hide something from the people. Not. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild, though. I mean, I, I don't know what I think about it, if it's real or not. Pretty interesting stuff. What do you think about it? Well, it kind of reminds me of... I mean, just on the uh, topic of time travel, there's a story that you might have heard of that kind of reminds me of this. It's like the mystery of John Titer or Teeter. Have you heard of that? I don't think so. It's like, you know, a time traveler that supposedly traveled back in time to help the people fix the problems that we're maybe heading into. And a lot of people say it's a hoax, but I mean, based on what he said, it sounds pretty eerily accurate to what we're seeing right now. He said that the you know, towards the future. He said he was a basically a soldier from 2056. He said that basically a second civil war was supposed to happen in America and was going to split into five factions, leaving new, the new capital based in Omaha. Oh, wow. Yeah, and World War Three would break out in 2015, which didn't happen. So that's where it's like, wait a sec, you know. Yeah. But he said it would be between Russia and the U.S. trading nukes back and forth, three billion people dead. And then he talked about, you know, destroying the world as we know it based off of a big computer bug that would deliver a Y2K type thing. Oh, wow. Um, and destroy basically technology as we know it. And he has a lot of little claims to sort of back up where he is getting his information. Um, but it's weird because the thing I find weird about this guy is he had all this stuff. He started putting it in chat boxes and all these things and people would ask him questions. He would answer them. And he was really adamant about where he was at. And he had some stuff that came true that I'd have to get into a little further. But one weird thing about him is he just disappeared all of a sudden just like completely off yeah. the face of the earth like maybe he went to a different time if yeah actually have that capability yeah and his screen name was time travel underscore zero crazy stuff well, when i think about time travel i and we've talked about this before but just with physics and how physics works going back in time makes way more sense than going forward in time to me because you're it's already happened you know going forward in time hasn't happened and so the deciding factor of what's coming mm -hmm. um isn't there yet and also so, like energy never disappears so 
if there was old energy, maybe you can tap into old energy to go back into it. Right. Whereas new energy hasn't happened yet. Right. And it's kind of like that multiverse thing we were just talking about. Like, what if as the future progresses, we're always kind of switching into these different like folds in time, which is like a multiverse, a different version of what's already been happening on the planet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's interesting. Can you imagine like 56 versions of me and you at different places or 56 versions of the listeners here? I don't know why I thought 56 random number, but imagine, right? Everybody like there's a blonde version of me. There's a dark haired one with messed up eyes that can't see very well. There's one that's deaf. There's one that, you know what I mean? Right. There's a convict right now that murdered somebody that's name's Jaren. Like, like who knows, you know? Yeah, there's two of them, two twin brothers that are recording a podcast, but they're they're talking about something slightly different. You know what I mean? Yep. It's crazy, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's really interesting stuff, and um, we like to find these random mysteries and kind of just talk about them and introduce them to you guys so you can kind of think about it and do your own research and stuff. I would say if you want to look this up, just look up Chronovisor on like Google or DuckDuckGo or whatever you use, and you should be able to find the supposed image of Jesus, and then uh, they have like a blueprint drawing as well that you can kind of look at that supposedly is of the chronovisor and how it works so yeah and of course decide for yourself the one thing i can say is looking at that jesus picture it does look pretty close to the sculpture that's in the church that they found that's very similar to it but at the same time i mean there's so many things that could be involved here that we're not going to rule it out as just being a total forgery you know what i mean because we're not the type we don't have the right information to say like whether it is or isn't but. i like to think that because of the stuff that's going down right now and how crazy it is maybe some guy did slip into time one person and he like tied a shoe different and then right. he disappeared and now all of a sudden the events of the future changed everything exactly. you know and, and one thing that me and my brother always say it's and I think it's totally true is that, you know, truth is way stranger and more crazy than fiction. Like, we said that last night. We said it today. I yeah. feel like that's like a part of our language every day now. Yeah, because I think we're getting surprised so often as we dig into these mysteries and we start discovering all these things we've never heard about. It's again, it, it just brings up way more questions than answers. And it just it makes me think like, wow, there's just so much to this world. And I think as we keep doing this, I mean, as the years go by and we keep doing these podcasts, we're probably just going to have more questions than answers forever. You know, just yeah. of those things. But just tack it on. I mean, I almost feel like this ties into missing 411 even. Like, yeah, it could. All of a sudden, there could be black holes that they opened up in the middle of a national forest, and that's why people go missing. Who knows? I mean, I believe in Bigfoot and stuff, and there's a chance Bigfoot's taking people and things like that, too. But it's a, it's a weird subject, and it's something that fascinates all of us. It's in movies. It's in all kinds of things. And I think we all kind of wish we could change the events of the past. And so, who knows? Maybe there is a, ri- a way. Maybe somebody's already done it. Maybe it happens frequently with a government program. Who knows? Yeah. Pretty terrifying, but pretty awesome at the same time to think about the possibilities. Let us know what you guys think. It'd be cool if you commented or emailed romanishere at gmail.com. Yeah, you can also email. I created a new email for the show here. It's called supernaturalstation5 at gmail.com. I like the number five, so um, I put that in there. But yeah, if you want to send us a an email there that's great too but whatever is your preferred method is is fine for us and if you have any other evidence that backs up something like this even if it's pictures or whatever send it our way be awesome definitely well that's really it that's what i wanted to talk about today and kind of bring it up for my brother and get his reactions and i hope that maybe it piqued your interest and maybe you can look up uh, do some research yourself and kind of discover more than what we may have covered here on this podcast but wait a sec real quick quick question for you realm yeah what's up if you could go back in time, because this was just swirling in my mind right now, what would you do? What would be the first thing you'd try to change? 
I don't know. I'd have to think on that one pretty good, but I'd love to go visit different time frames. Like I, I'm such a fan. We're all kind of me, my cousin, and my brother are big fans of like the 1920s, like 1930s, 40s. You know, obviously you've got like the World War II happening and World War One, and but it's um, the mafia stuff that the we depression like. Depression and stuff, you know, and uh, prohibition is totally against what we're all about. But you know, uh, it, it just would be cool to kind of see the difference of society and kind of how people behave and dress and see all the cool cars and things like that you know so i like that it feels like it was way more sophisticated you know yeah and i i think it'd be cool to go back to like the uh roman empire days too a little bit that'd be sweet that. so that's so. kind of along the lines of if i was to go back one of the things i'd want to check out obviously is to see where jesus walked that'd be sweet and see what he did and see the miracles in person but also tombstone i'm so into western stuff lately but i would like to go down there and like see doc holiday and white and earth, white and earth in action cool, yeah see what they actually did see what was real what was false you know billy the kid same thing you know it'd be oh, yeah. kind of cool to see what they actually did and i'd bring some modern medicine with me guys like i'd have some oh, yeah. toothbrushes and toothpaste and some listerine I'd, I'd start selling that stuff i'd be like this is a tonic it saves your teeth and i'd be right <laughs> yeah. And they would love me for it. I'd be super rich. Awesome. I'd stay there. All right. Well, that's it for this episode of Supernatural Station. I really appreciate you guys being here with us and taking a listen. You know, the only way that we're going to continue to be able to improve the show and make it better as time goes on is really with more listenership. So we appreciate you being there and spreading the word. And uh, just thank you so much for, for taking the time out of your day to kind of listen to us and hear us kind of talk about some random stuff. And honestly, if it's supernatural, if it's cryptid based, if it's true stories if it's stories you've heard send it our way because i mean we're always into the stories and honestly we are benefit of the doubt like i said before we definitely trust people when they say they've had an experience so we don't want people to feel like they can't come to us for that i mean there's a lot of avenues right now and i feel like people's minds are opening up to it but we're definitely on that side we want to help out and answer questions and do what we can to get the word out too oh yeah the last thing you'll get from us is any kind of ridicule or or us saying that you're a liar or something that's the very last thing that you'll get you'll you know we are we're going to believe you first and foremost because you're the one that witnessed it you know and who are we to say that it didn't happen you know exactly but yeah again appreciate you guys being here thank you so much and uh definitely tune in next time for the next episode bye see you guys thanks again